Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. A client story. Remy was in a brand new relationship. Again, but this one was different. She didn't just allow things to happen based on butterflies, which usually turn into bats. She made a conscious choice to break the pattern of being with quote-unquote bad boys. She wanted to stop the chase, the games, the manipulation, the cheating, the lack of taking ownership. She was in her 30s now and wanted something safe and stable. She wanted to be in something for more than two years, build something lasting. She was sick and tired of having to go through her boyfriend's phones. But there was a problem. Her new choice was wise, but not exciting. She traded in a vintage Mustang for a Prius. Well, at least that's what she said. As we processed this new relationship, she realized that her body wasn't used to calm and healthy it was used to dopamine from all the highs and lows of a roller coaster ride. Uncertainty was all she knew. Um, this was from the time she could walk. She always felt the sky was falling, and that was the norm, right? Mom and dad would fight, dad would leave, mom would cry and drink, dad would come back, and then the world was safe again until it wasn't. Love meant chaos and uncertainty, and this was the blueprint that she was tracing as she grew up without knowing it because a lot of stuff happens subconsciously right she was addicted to the feeling of finding someone after losing them who can relate to that so when she finally decided to date someone healthy she didn't lose him he was there he was present he listened to her remembered how she liked her eggs this was confusing logically she knew that this was a good choice and what love should look like but this was all new to her body and it reacted like a kid given peas it tried to sabotage instigate push away and throw at the wall but what she had in this relationship was something she didn't have in others a therapist she came every week and we processed everything that was coming up that was being stirred uh, we explored how she felt and where it was coming from so she didn't just react to a feeling. She was given homework to sit in the uncomfortable and the unfamiliar. Uh, it wasn't easy, but she tried to end the relationship many times. Uh, she almost had an affair twice, but she sat in the discomfort, in this case, the calm, or what she calls the boring. I reminded her that these were the breakers, and she needed to swim past them. And she was confused because she thought, the breakers meant the contrast and stepping on toes of two people as they really get to know each other, a.k.a. Uh, moving in. But I reminded her that anything that is uncomfortable is the breakers. It doesn't have to be chaos. Um, in this case, it was calm, right? And so she stayed, not white-knuckling, but breathing and creating space for revelations. And slowly but surely, her body became acclimated to this new love it was less reactive instead it was now curious and willing it learned something new 
it learned trust. And so with this client, although her previous relationships were exciting and passionate and like an episode of Telemundo and, you know, the sex was crazy and all that, um, she never felt trust. And she didn't feel trust because as a kid growing up, uh, she never learned how to trust, right? Because the sky was always falling. People were always leaving. Um, and so she walked with the shield, and so when she loved someone, she loved from a distance. And yes, the feeling of uncertainty and unpredictability and unhealthy felt comfortable because that's what she was used to. Um, it also prevented her from really loving, from hitting high notes, from folding her arms and just falling back with her eyes closed, like that kind of trust, right? And that's the kind of trust that's required, right? It's soil, it's milk uh, for a healthy, sustainable love to grow. And so after swimming past the breakers, and uh, by the way, uh, she called her uh, boyfriend at the time who was healthy a Prius, and we realized he wasn't a Prius if she was used to dating vintage Mustangs that were unpredictable, you know, loud, um, this was just a, a brand new Mustang. You know, it had air conditioning. It had a sunroof and, and options. It wasn't a Prius. It wasn't boring. It was how she felt and she stamped it, labeled it that, right? And I think a lot of times in relationships, we are quick to label without getting curious and uh, exploring and, and, and actually seeing what the relationship actually is because relationships evolve and grow and they become things that uh, um, we are surprised um, pleasantly surprised uh, when we see that they are not what we have labeled them to be if that makes sense so the story here is because I say break uh, swim past the breakers a lot the story here is that the breakers don't always have to be um, the contrast and chaos and you know uh, getting to know someone and all their layers the breakers can be sitting in something that you're not used to that you know is good for you, right? And sitting in it, not white-knuckling, but um, calmly and sitting in it with awareness and mindfulness and conditioning, or in this case, reconditioning your body to experience something new. And that's what I want to really underline because I think that's where change happens. We know logically what's good for us it's convincing our body it's convincing our body that this is the new that this is healthy um, and when our body gets acclimated to a new experience whether we're talking about love or a new diet or a new exercise program now there's change now there's, there's traction now it's easier to lean into it um, now there's new definitions right and so my client remy and that is not her real name um, but uh, she came out of this with new lenses, a new definition of love, and convincing her body that um, healthy can be sexy. And when that happened, uh, she was able to trust. And as she was able to trust, she was able to um, go deeper you know, um, show herself, be vulnerable, all the things that uh, she was not used to um, because she grew up holding shields and protecting herself 
and always thinking that the sky was going to fall or that people were going to leave. So let me ask you something. Uh, whether you're in a relationship or if you have uh, been in relationships and there's a pattern to the, the kind of relationships you've been in, um, have you swam past the breakers? You know, Have you conditioned your body for a new experience that may be uncomfortable but you know you need? If you haven't, it's going to be really hard to break patterns. It's going to be really hard to um, give yourself a new love experience. And the only thing that's going to change are faces. So ask yourself what it looks like to sit in a new love experience. If you're in a relationship now, it doesn't mean to leave your relationship and find someone new. It could be sitting in a new love experience by changing your lenses or looking at it a certain way or rediscovering your partner, you know. There are so many ways to give yourself a new love experience without leaving people. So I'm not saying to leave people. I'm saying to go into love differently so you convince your body that this experience, this dynamic is new. And by doing so, um, you're creating soil for growth. You're creating soil for, um, for new and opportunities to um, evolve and grow and and stretch. Thank you for listening. Um, oh, by the way, I wanted to remind you that the uh, by the time this comes out, the hopefully the TAT Lab app is out. You could download it on Apple, um, on Android. It's got hundreds of audio. If you're into audio, and you can listen to it everywhere. It also has live classes. Um, yeah, check it out. And let me know what you think. Thank you for listening. Be well. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.